Welcome to How to Get Laid on Tinder for Men, where we explore sex, dating, communication, and everything in between. Here's to more adventures, fun, and great sex. Single versus partnered. Who has more fun? Mm-hmm. Carmen. Can be an interesting one. So I've I don't even remember being partnered. <laughs> it's that long ago. Um so what we're gonna do today is explore both because I think sometimes the world wants people to be partnered. Yeah, sometimes guys on LinkedIn like they go, Oh, you know, when was the last time you were in a relationship? It's like, well, not for a long time. And what do you count as a relationship? You just said LinkedIn. <laughs> we just ran a LinkedIn workshop. Sorry, guys. <laughs> she's got a, She's got the wrong uh, software. <laughs> Swap it for some hardware. Although I have dated some people in business as well. So, you know. Exactly. There's some more stories there. Okay. So I actually get a bit annoyed, Carmen, because... I just don't fit society's um, the right shape, really. You know, I'm like, you're putting me in a little cookie cutter to put me in the oven and I'm the wrong shape. <laughs> so, But let's get into the nitty gritty of it, shall we? Yeah. So is, you know, single versus partnered who has more fun? So let's look at the single life, shall we? Let's do it. Let's look at some pros of being single. Hmm. Biggest pro that comes to mind for me is being able to fuck a shitload of people. Variety is the spice of life. Yes. So it's variety in terms of the the, the different types of people. Mm. So there might be the six foot eight French rugby player. <laughs> <laughs> there might be the oh, actually I think I've got a French theme happening, the French crossfitter. He's only 6'2", though. There might be the five foot six chef. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking the um, sports theme as well. I was thinking, like, the buff crossfitter, the slim marathon runner, you know. Speaking from experience. <laughs> yes. So Carmen's uh, had this lover and she just calls him. When she's talking about him, she says, oh, you know, I heard from marathon runner the other day. <laughs> We have these names for them. So, yeah, so there's there's that variety in the terms of the different type of people, mm. different body shapes, and types. Just physical, like you get different things off people. Like some you might have like wild, rough sex and other ones you might have, you know, softer sex and a chat and a cuddle and some might give you energy because they're just like got this quest, you know, you know energy about life and other ones might be interesting because they might teach you things about I don't know one guy told me taught me about recycling I found it fascinating yeah and then what about the one um oh there was another really weird one that you went out with I've got a few weird ones where they just speak for hours about a particular topic and you just <laughs> suck it out of them I don't know don't know which one you're talking about but it sounds like me and then it was trading, some sort of trading. Oh, yeah. And the the guy who actually watched do trades one evening. Yeah, yeah. And in between trades, we got it on. Yeah. Yeah. That entertained me greatly. But the good thing for that, for you being single, is after you've watched these trades a few times, you've got a bit bored with it. Exactly. So then I can move on to, you know, recycling or yeah. <laughs> whatever else I'm going to learn about. Yeah. So there's a couple of things there. There's the type of... Um, 
different body shape, different type of dick, different, you know, the different mm. aspect to them. But then there's also the different experience, overall experience. Yeah, or um, like the guy who kissed the back of my knee. Like that still hasn't been repeated, boys. Just letting you know. It's like, you know, I think a good move. And um, versus, you know. Hold it, hold it. Just stop with the What's the knee story? So he he like enjoyed my body. You know the guys who like really enjoy your body? Like sometimes you just feel like some guys just feel like you're whole with boobs and other guys are just like enjoy your whole body. So this guy was enjoying my whole body and he kissed behind my knee, which I'd never have done before and Mm. it hasn't happened since. And it just was really distinctive um, and I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Mm. I do feel strongly about having my body enjoyed and appreciated. Yes. And you know, you just, yeah, it makes a, a big difference to the whole experience. So I think that that but variety. Behind the, de- but behind the knee dude couldn't teach me about trading or recycling. So, you know, each guy's got a different thing. Yeah. And I'm sure for the guys is the women with different things too. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've spoken to guys before and they've, you know, big boobs, little boobs, tall, short, curvy, thin, whatever it is, and there's a lot to be enjoyed. Yeah. So that's one key thing about being single is you get to enjoy those um, different aspects of people. Yes. And I think I'm being a bit superficial with the, you know, the whole physicality of it, but you know what I mean, like just enjoying variety in terms of people um, both inside and the and the physicality. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is um, that you can still – you don't have to have a partner, but it doesn't mean enjoying variety doesn't have have to mean that you just have one at a time. Yeah. So you could have an ongoing like marathon runner, mm. um, or my policeman. Yes. And so you're still getting variety, but there's an understanding that that you they know that you're having sex with other people. Yeah, you can still have the consistency. Yeah. So you can because sometimes people go, oh, but it's not very intimate, etc. But the thing is, intimacy comes through, for me, through, you know, um, how you how you feel about someone, mm. how you feel about them in the moment. It also comes with familiarity for me as well. Yeah. So, I mean, there's several different levels of intimacy to having, you know, this lifelong partner. But sometimes that isn't even very intimate. Yeah. I mean, I've spoken to many People in long-term partnerships and their sex is not always amazing. Yeah. So I think that's a real um, um, pro. Just a con around it is we're talking about the having sex with the different people and you can have the consistency, like, you know, your mar- marathon runner and your policeman and your chef or whoever. Uh, but you have less sex on average when you're single, don't you, Karen? Yeah, so the stats say that single people um, these days have less sex than partner people. I find that hard to believe. And I, well, I was thinking of like the mechanism by which that happens and I think it's like, you know, when you're partnered and you're in the same bed, like of course you're going to have sex. You, you don't have to often engineer it. It just sort of happens and then you might have halfway through the night sleepy sex and then you might have morning sex and um, like it can, it's just there. Whereas when you're single, you have to be, um, you have to plan it. Yes. Like, yes. if I want sex tonight, I, I just won't turn around in bed and there'll be a man there. If I want sex tonight, I need to, like, organise it. Yeah, you got to work for it a bit. Mm. Put put in the the effort. 
yeah. uh, and the organisation. I'm like, hey, man, come teach me some trading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, you, you, so guys, if you, you – being single is really great, but sometimes there is that organisation. Yeah, and the thing is, like, these are averages. I mean, if you want to have more sex than average um, for the single person, you know, you can go work for it and you can make it happen, so – yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so even though the stats there, I think that it's it's considering that single people might have breaks and stuff. Yeah. Whereas when you when you're partnered or married, it's, you know, it's overall over say the course of a year, for yeah. instance. Okay. So, we've talked about the variety of sexual partners that you can stay single and have the same same partner as well and other partners. The other big thing for me is the independence of, that comes with being single. Mm. So just not having to consider someone yeah. in my decision making. And if I want to go to, we, like we talked about a friend recently who's partnered who wanted to do an ultra marathon um, over in New Zealand uh, and we said, oh, she's lucky that her partner supports her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we really made a thing of it. Isn't she lucky that she's actually got a partner who supports her who's going to – and then we had a big conversation about it. Because it's it. rare, I think, sometimes. Yeah, and we're going, oh, well, he is originally from New Zealand, so we'll have family there and that's why they're – so I think the fact that we're even discussing it says a lot about the lack of independence sometimes in partnerships. Yeah, and, you know, the the fact that we go, oh, she's lucky um, – yeah, whereas if she was single and she wanted to do it, there would be no question. No, we just go, oh, well, she just booked it and she's doing mm, it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think it's it's that um, having to consider someone in your decision-making, your small decision-making about where you're going to eat and, you know, what you're going to do on the weekend and then those big life decisions as well, like what country you're going to live in and what trips are you going to take and where your kids are going to go to school and all those sorts of things. Yeah, and you might have other people in your life that you do have to consider in your decision-making. Um, like, for example, I've got a business partner that sometimes I consider and, and, you know, I've got kids and I've got, you know, my brother and my dad and whatever. But it's like that's almost at a different level. Like I don't need to go, oh, is it okay if I go to CrossFit on Friday night for this, you know, get-together? Like I just go, oh, am I free? All right, sweet, I'm going. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think that's really it's, – it's a real interesting one um, that that just having to consider overall someone else in your in your life. And mm. when you're single, you just don't really. Yeah. Um, and then another one is um, – and I think it fits in with that, but really doing life your way, just like orchestrating your life your way. Yeah. Like, for instance, my – house that I've lived in for 14 years is being sold and the woman who owns the house is partnered with this English guy and I really know that she's battled with him over time because he's always wanted to sell that house. He doesn't want to live in Melbourne. He doesn't. And and she's mentioned a few things about it and it's like this huge thing in her life that she has to take him, him into consideration even though she bought the house before she met him. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, when I was first wanting to have um, children on my own through IVF, I remember saying to my sister, I was going through this process of deciding whether I was really going to do it. And I'll never forget, we were sitting having a drink and I just said, oh, but, you know, 
it's just so hard because I really want a partner to make decisions with. Mm. Be so good to bounce off ideas and, you know, do I really want to do this? And she just said to me quite bluntly, Maureen, more often than not, we don't agree about our decisions. Mm, so it can be harder. So it can actually be harder in a, in a lot of ways. And I'm feeling as we're talking about this, it's almost like the grass is greener, isn't it? As soon as you go, well, this is better, but but wouldn't be nice. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be nice to help someone with you know make decisions with. But yeah, how did you and your ex make decisions? Oh, I, I think um, <laughs> it was my way. <laughs> Let's be honest, I think that's probably one of the reasons we're not together anymore. But now that we're separate, there's still some decisions that we have to make together around the kids. But most of them are um, individual decisions. So the kids know that at mum's house, they, you know, they can get away with X, Y, Z. And at dad's house, they can get away with different things. And so... There's a lot more independence now that we're, that we're separated. Only occasionally do we have to come together on some big things and make a joint decision. Excellent. So we are discussing single versus partners. Who has more fun? Mm. So at the moment I'm sort of erring towards the single because that's me. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but we have talked about, you know, couples having more sun is fun because they've got more regular sex and they might, you know, get to really know each other's bodies and, you know, how to please each other, yeah. et cetera. Um, and, but the one thing that I think I did want to touch on again about being single, we, we touched on it briefly, is getting different things from different people. Mm. So, for instance, you might get a blowjob from one lover, but another love, love, lover would never get that. Mm. And I've got a lot of guys that I know who say to me, my wife just doesn't like giving me blowjobs. Yeah. Or the wife said to me, I don't like giving blowjobs. So as a partnership, you're signing up to a life without blowjobs. <laughs> Unless you uh, negotiate uh, non-monogamy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, or she changes her mind at some stage. So um, the other thing that is maybe it's a bit of a con, Carmen, is with all these sexual partners comes STIs. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely a con, something you have to think of often. When I go to my um, doctors and I'm like, all right, give me the battery of tests every now and again I go in and he, he like, gets his algorithm out. And I'm like, could you just mark me as high risk, dude? Like, just give me everything, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but he insists on asking the questions and, um, and uh, I sort of entertain myself by shocking him sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about one time I was at the doctor's and it was a young doctor. I don't know if he, I don't think he was a student, but he was like an intern or something, pretty young. Yeah. And um, I must have had like chlamydia or something. And he said, um, I say that I must have had chlamydia or something. It's the only one I've had. <laughs> <laughs> so it was chlamydia. And he said, uh, by the way, it's one of the most um, significant in terms of the numbers of people who get chlamydia, just saying. So it's a silent one as well, so you really, really need to be careful with it because it can cause infertility. Uh, this has been a public announcement <laughs> <laughs> by Maureen. Anyway, so I, you know, I said, oh, I need to get some tests done or whatever. And then I just turned to him and I said, have you had any STIs? <laughs> Did he answer? Yeah, he goes, oh, no. <laughs> and I go, oh, Yet. <laughs> Well, I know. You might have been married. Anyway, or always practice safe sex, which, of course, we encourage as well. Um, yes, so STIs, that's a bit of a down. Yeah, for sure. Downside. Um, the other thing that's good about being single is you can walk away a lot, can't you, Carmen? <laughs> 
Which some might say is a con, but um, but yeah, it definitely gives you flexibility. Yeah. So it's it works until it doesn't work. Mm. Whereas in a, in a marriage or relationship, it works, and then oh, it's not working. Oh, I've got to work harder at it. Yeah. Whereas sometimes you can just walk away or um, just not contact the person anymore. Yeah. Or them not contact you, and you just haven't invested that much that it matters too much. Yeah. And um, you might see it as a con that other people can do that with you. Um, but for me, I don't know, I quite like the idea that people are spending time with me because they want to spend time with me. So like in business, uh, all our agreements are month to month. Like we don't lock anyone in because we want them to stay because they think it's awesome. Similar to any any form of relationship, um, I want the person to stay because they think it's like good. Yeah. They like you. They want to spend time with you. Yeah. And when when the joy is gone, you don't want them to feel obliged to stay. No. That's quite profound, Carmen. I Thanks. mean, that's how we deal with friends. Why should we deal with it any different if we're fucking them? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Okay, next one. Um, oh, this is about both a pro and a con. Mm. But the pro of being single is – I'll start with the story, Carmen. Okay. Shall I? So I went out with this guy. Uh, he was a runner too. There's a bit of a theme. <laughs> uh, I had a great body. Anyway, I, I'm getting a bit distracted. <laughs> so went out, and it was it was um, we were a couple. Yep. So we're actually he was great. He used to take me out to dinner all the time, and he was sort of a bit old fashioned in his values. So he was really awesome. And so the next step for me, of course, after we've been out to dinner a lot together and had a lot of great sex, is to take him to the squash presentation night, of course, the dinner dance. And so I had the little Mazda MX-5 at the time and I don't drink, so I picked him up Yeah. and we went off to the squash uh, dinner dance. And I've been part of the squash club for quite a few years and like I was sort of proud. I had mm. this bit of a hunk of a man. Uh, on my arm to arrive. The problem was he wasn't really on my arm. He was sort of head down behind me, annoyed for some reason. And so he sat at the table, wouldn't dance that night, didn't engage with anyone. He was just in a bad mood. So you had to consider him at this event. Yeah. And so that was my taste of, you know, coupledom, Mm. was having to consider someone else. Yeah. And it really annoyed me. And then the other thing that really annoys me when I watch other couples is even the simple negotiation around what time they're leaving. Mm. There'll always, always be someone who wants to stay longer than the other person. Mm. I don't want to spend my life having to go home early just because you want to go home. Yeah. And I've seen great couples where one of them will just go, I'm going, you know, a catcher. Mm. I think that's really great. But so many just get annoyed and they hang around waiting for the other. Yeah. And and I think like going um, to an event with someone it can be a security blanket. Um, but I often find that people who go to events with other people, they, they reduce their chances to meet new people. So even when you and I go to an event together, we have an understanding that we hardly speak to each other. Like we're at opposite ends of the room meeting different people because we want to meet different people and explore things. And we come together at the end of the event, go, oh, who did you meet? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so... Yeah, I really think that if you do bring your security blanket, it limits your ability to be able to interact with other people. Exactly. I think that 
um, it's just so freeing. You know, even traveling. Mm. If you travel alone, as soon as you've got someone else there, the chances of talking to strangers, I reckon, halves at least. Yeah. yeah. At least. So I think that's a big one. Um, and so this entertaining people at, at, at events, maybe that's the, the part of the security blanket bit. Um, maybe that's a con of being single because maybe some people don't feel comf- comfortable going to events without a security blanket of a partner. Yeah. And I'm th- like, I'm listening, hearing ourselves and I'm like, oh, like we s- sound so self-centered and we might be, but I also just want to say that like we do consider other people in certain things. We've both got children and we have to consider them. We do consider each other in certain circumstances. Um, we do consider our family. Like, you know, we're not completely self-centered, but I think we enjoy situations where we don't have to consider people. Yeah. And what I like about being single is just that. I still have people to consider in my life, um, but not the same person all the time. Mm. And they don't have a big enough pull. And I think because we're not sexually involved, Carmen – it makes it – it's different as yeah. well. You don't have that, like, chemical cascade of, you know, Whatever hormones. goes on. You don't have to go, oh, Carmen, is it okay if I see my sister and do the, you know, half marathon with her in Queensland? You just tell me that that's what you've booked. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there's some of the pros of being, you know, the single life. The other big thing for me is – because we've talked about these things – but it's the emotional strain, I suppose, is to do with what you've just talked mm. about well as well, is that because you've got that strong emotional attachment and investment in that other person, it's like there's a lot of pain that goes with that. Whereas when you're single, you just don't have that. Yeah. But on the flip side, by being single, you're going against the grain of nature. Yeah. And even though it pains me to say that, that's what happens. So I can sit here and list off, you know, these 10 things of why it's great being single. And I do often in my head because sometimes there's just this biological pull to be partnered. Yeah. I mean, like like you said, I can sit here going, yeah, it's great being single for all these reasons. Um but I still have this fantasy of like this man wrapping his arms around me and just like telling me everything will be okay and like being the protector. Um, and I've entered in my life, so I get almost everything in my life. Um, but that's one thing that I don't have. Like you'll support me to the ends of the earth, but you don't wrap your arms around me and be my big protector. Like you protect me in different ways. Um, so that's the thing, that's like the one thing where I'm like, I fantasize about that. And I know a lot of people who partner don't have that. Um, so, you know, it could just be a grass is green on the opposite side thing. Um, but that's one thing that I go, oh, that, that'd be nice. Yeah. And so for men, you know, it might be having the woman to look after them. Yeah. To do stuff, you know, for them. Um whatever role in their head the woman plays. Yeah. And but but it's part of biology as well. Mm. That you know, you just can't um get rid of it. So yeah. I, I live with it and occasionally I'll look at a couple and go, Oh, that's really nice. For me it is like I used to have a boyfriend who was that protector. Yeah. I'd be having a bad morning and I used to ring him up and he'd come around and just put his arms around me. We were living in the country so it was like a whole block away. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> hard to come around before work. But for me also 
it's just the um, the pull of fitting into society. Yeah. Because I don't think I fit in properly. Yeah. So I feel like I'm being judged all the time because I'm single. Like there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and I want to share a little bit about that, but if we can go back to the physical touch, because what I was just thinking while we'll, you're talking about that is we went to the uh, Peninsula Hot Springs with some friends including a couple. And so that couple were like touching each other, like touching each other on the arm and hugging each other and touching each other on the leg all day. And I fucking love that shit. I want some non-sexual physical touch. Yeah. And so like I do get it with some of my sexual partners. Sometimes there's some non-sexual physical touch before or after, but I I don't get it for a whole day at the Peninsula, Peninsula Hot Springs. So that's another thing where I'm just like, oh, you know, that's something I would like. Yeah. And that's inbuilt, the drive to get that, yeah. to want that. Yeah. So it's not even a rational thing. And I don't think I want everything that goes around, <laughs> like all the the cons we've said, but like it's those physical, the non-sexual physical things that I have a craving for. Yeah. And for me, it's not so much that. It's it's that I don't fit in. It's that the world sees that no one really loves me. That, um, you know, I, I'm you know I don't have anyone to go into the ark with me. <laughs> <laughs> the storms come and march. <laughs> so that's really interesting because. When I became single, um, so I separated from my husband at, at the time, uh, I felt like there was a lot of stigma um, around me being single, me, me being a single parent. Um, I felt it a lot. I think a lot of it was in my head, you know, some of it in society. But then I went to a single parents group where I ended up meeting you and I just got, oh, there's lots of people in this situation and, and it got normalized for me. And so it's interesting because I think I feel that less than you do. Yeah. Yeah, and the irony being that you've, or maybe it's not irony, maybe it's because you've been partnered. Maybe. Like yeah. at least you fit in for a little while, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> like the divorced, you know, that's at least that's a formula that divorce people understand. A. I'm a divorcee. <laughs> I just couldn't even get one at any stage, really, you know. <laughs> so you can't even say, you can say, well, I've chosen this now. I've chosen this life. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I, I... I mean, even though he left me, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can, but you can lie about that, but you don't. I love it. But I don't have, you know, so there's always this, oh, well, you don't fit in. Um, an instance, my son's going to a new school. He's in year seven this mm. year. And there's the, the event of the year, Carmen, Ooh. apart from the Mother's Day lunch, is the trivia night. Mm. They have dancing and amazing band and, you know, it was like, yay. So I put myself down to go straight away. I know it gets sold out. Um, and then one of the the women on the committee rings me um, after it's sold out and says, oh, hello, Maureen. Um, now you're on a table. Everyone else is couples. You're the only single. So have you got someone to bring? And I was just flabbergasted. You know, we're 2023 and I don't fit in. Her first go-to was not to go to the group chat and go, "Hey, who wants to come as a single?" Exactly. Is your husband I'm, I'm sure busy, or your wife, or your wife's busy? Business trip, or or your husband or wife's really not into trivia um, or social things. Yeah, Do you exactly. Want to come? Wants to so, so you know, sook in the corner. And um, and then I'm like, oh, there's just another example yeah. of me not fitting in. And and the whole point for me to go is to just be around to meet new parents at the school because mm. my son's in Year Seven. 
And it just made me a bit sad. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, once again I don't fit in. Yeah. And you're pointing it out. And also you're giving me a problem to solve. Yeah. <laughs> now we're not going to have enough people at the table unless I solve it. Yeah. You know? So uh, I decided to put, you know, a message in the group and expecting that I'd get someone go, yeah, yeah, but nah. So it just confirmed. <laughs> Looks like I'm going dancing. <laughs> Carmen, do you want to come to a trivia night? I'm really bad at trivia, but I do enjoy dancing. And we'll pretend we're lesbians, okay? They can have their couple. couple nice I think that, that's a con, people pretend, thinking we're lesbians. Oh, yes. No, I like, uh, you know. Yes. She likes a good penis, a schlong. <laughs> Oh, Dad, we get that a bit. You even had a family member, didn't you? Do you have a family member who thought we were lesbians? Or was it me? I don't, I don't think so. Like, my brother's asked me before. Oh, yeah. Anyway. And, then, and of course, now we have to say, not that it matters, but what does matter that people don't see you for who you are. That's what it is. You, you know, I don't it, – they're not – Well, they're not in my bedroom. No, I suppose. But still, anyway. Um, so that's a con to being single is just not fitting into society, always sort of wanting it, wanting to fit in. Or when you want to book a holiday and it costs you double because you, you know, unless you stay at a backpackers, it's, you know, twin share. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then also the coupledom thing that I miss is, you know, having adventures that are just not sex. Sometimes it's not Mm. fun just to feel like you're a, um, moist, warm vagina. Uh, oh, tight as well. I've got to add that. Um, so sometimes it's just like, uh, I want other adventures. Yeah. And so um, I, w- one of the things I really felt when I became single, I feel it a lot less now, was that um, if I wanted to do something, th- there wasn't someone to do it. Like there wasn't a standard person who'd come. So if I wanted to play tennis or if I wanted to travel to, to Tasmania or whatever I wanted to do, like when, you, when you're coupled, it's almost a done deal that your partner's going to come with you. Mm. Um, whereas when you're single, it's not. Now, over time, I've engineered my life. So I do have more people that will do crazy activities with me. Um, but like it once again, you have to engineer it. You have to design it. Just like if I want sex tonight, I have to engineer that. Yeah, and sometimes it's exhausting, isn't it? Yeah. So it is nice. Like I did when I was going out with the guy in the country. What I loved was the routine. Mm. So he was a or is a physio. So on a Saturday morning he'd work, and I would go to his at twelve o'clock when yeah. he finished, and then we would go to the supermarket. And buy some nice things for lunch. Then we'd come back to his. Then we'd cook it up. And then we'd have wild sex for a couple of hours before the <laughs> next adventure in the afternoon. And so it was this nice routine yeah. that, you know, you, you have when you often have a partner. Um, what about oh another one that it annoys me but couples have it easier in the invitation to weddings and things, like not having a plus one? You see, I used to feel really uncomfortable going to weddings without a plus one. Um, I remember the first wedding I went to after being separated from my husband um, and it was my brother's wedding and I felt really uncomfortable. Now I love it. Yeah, yeah. Like I just get to dance with whoever I want to dance with. I get to catch the bouquet and I'm really good at catching the bouquet. And so – and and – it's like most of my family have given up asking about a partner. So it's like, whatever. Like, they've laid off me now. So I quite enjoy it. Yeah. And I love it too. Cause I, but I've done it all my life, really. Mm. So I'm used to it. But I think it's it's the, oh, 
in the earlier days of are you bringing someone? Oh, really? I've never been asked to bring someone and I probably wouldn't. Yeah. But then for many years you had your husband to bring, so. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I think but, that's but, another one. you know, post-husband. Yeah. I don't get asked anymore either. Yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't been to that many weddings lately. They've just, you know, no hope for more ends, I'm waiting so. for them to get divorced and then remarried. Then I'll get to, to yeah, go to some more weddings. More weddings. <laughs> so there you have it, people. Um, pretty raw insights mm. into Maureen and Carmen's opinion on um, single versus partnered, who has more fun. Ultimately, it comes down to you and what you want in life. And also who your partner is. Exactly. I think we'll leave it there, Carmen. (laughs) 